What's going on, everybody? I just want to let you know real quick that the Hyperfocus Masterclass is officially live. We put a ton of time and energy into this project, and based on all the positive feedback so far that we've received from students, it's it's, it's pretty awesome. Seriously, we're, we're really psyched on how it all turned out. If you're interested in learning all the habits, rituals, routines, systems, processes, frameworks, and more that you know helped me turn my ADHD into a superpower to get out of massive debt and build a $70 million real estate portfolio over the past 10 years, then you're definitely going to want to head over to beyondtheapex.com backslash hyperfocus and check it out. All right, let's get to the show. I'm reading a really weird book at the moment, and I wanted to share this with you guys because I'm curious if you've ever done something similar. Uh, and as I thought about this book and why I'm reading it, I, I started thinking back to other areas of my life and other resources that I've leaned on that were maybe counterintuitive or just entirely non-intuitive places to learn something that I can apply to something entirely different. Okay, that's a really weird, confusing way of saying that. So let me try again. I'm reading a book on magic. <laughs> no, not like fireball magic, but like sleight of hand magic. It would maybe make more sense if I was reading a book about fireball magic because I used, you know, I was a, f a fantasy and science fiction writer. So I'm, like, I'm pretty into that world of things, but haven't read too many books on close up sleight of hand magic. Now, I am fascinated with sleight of hand and magic in general, I think is very, very interesting, but not for the reasons maybe that you think. Like, I find the illusions of a trick very interesting or the effects. However, even more so than that, I'm just so impressed with a good magician's ability to do two things, to technically execute the trick. Because sleight of hand is a very technical skill in terms of palming and making things disappear and, and obscuring. I just find that like, that's a very amazing technical skill to have, like a lot of dexterity and self and, and awareness of controlling a scene and like where your spectator is, where their line of sight is versus, you know, how you're holding your hands and you're positioning your body. So I find, you know, you've, you've probably heard me say this before that self-awareness is a superpower. I think magicians have to be incredibly self-aware about so many things. And I find that, that, that really interesting. The other side of it is they have to do this while simultaneously, if they're a good magician, at least while simultaneously entertaining. And those are, you, you would think those things go hand in hand, but they're really not like really the idea of just like palming a, a coin, making it go from one hand to the other hand, isn't very entertaining in and of itself, which you don't have to look any further to know this than just to do the trick without any, any type of auditory cue or any kind of story behind it. And it's like, yeah, that's neat. It loses its magic. The magic is in the showmanship. And so it's that aspect of close up magic that I find so very, very interesting is how a good magician can captivate your attention while simultaneously with their words and their stories, their mannerisms, while simultaneously executing a very technically difficult craft. And so I'm reading a book called Strong Magic by a guy named Darwin Ortiz. And it's a book about showmanship, specifically through the lens of mag magic. It's a book for magicians on showmanship, specifically the sleight of hand close-up magician. And this is a very highly technical, uh, not technical, but it's very it's a very niche book. And you'd be like, wait, why did you why are you picking this up? I am not a magician, by the way, guys. Like I I do not have any magical abilities whatsoever. I couldn't make a coin disappear even if you closed your eyes and turned around. Like it's not happening. But 
I picked up this book on the recommendation of this guy. His name's Vin, uh, V-I-N-H, Trang. Uh, and he's on this, The Skill of Communication. Right, like I'm trying to communicate right now to you through the spoken word. If you're watching this on YouTube, did you know that we also have these videos available on YouTube? Yep, that's correct. You can go to Amplified Impact, just look that up on YouTube, you'll find the channel. Um, or you can find our main channel, Anthony Vecino, which is probably how a lot of you guys have found me. Um, but those are these those videos, this podcast, it's all about communicating and being an effective communicator. And I'm on this path just to become as skilled as possible in this craft. And so I am not just reading books on like how to be a keynote speaker or like how to talk or how to write good or any of those things, but it's like, okay, what what are some of those crafts that when I look at, I think, man, they are so good. They're such a good performer. What can I learn from that? Two other areas that I find that I've been studying really hard recently are stand-up comedians and improv artists. I think both of those are very fascinating skill sets. And I've actually been going back and forth with the idea of doing, um, Doing a, like dabbling in some stand-up comedy, I think that's it, it's terrifying. I don't even consider myself to be a funny person, but I think it'd be a very interesting challenge. And because I find myself a little bit resistant to the idea, like there's fear associated with that idea of trying to get on the stage and try to be funny. Like I find myself not wanting to go that direction. And if we let fear be our guide, if we let that be the North Star compass that whenever you feel fear, that is the direction you should move because that usually indicates an area of growth and opportunity, then the harsh reality is that that's probably a direction I need to move. All that's to say, I've been studying improv artists, I've been studying um, stand-up comedians and magicians. And this book is is really interesting. It's really interesting. He's talking a lot through the the lens of like these magical effects um, which a lot of them I don't understand, but there's so many corollaries to messaging and storytelling and um, su- dramatic suspense and how to use your body in a compelling way to emphasize the point that you're trying to make. I find it just to be a really, really good read. All this to say, I'm curious if there are other areas in your life that you have gone kind of and tangential, like pretty, pretty off the rails in terms of where you went to learn some skills that you thought you could apply tangentially to the thing that you really wanted to learn. You know, I've done this in, in a number of areas in my life, um, from sports, you know, I think if you're trying to develop balance for surfing or for rock climbing, you know, going doing some ballet or some dancing, those can be really great tangential ways to do that. I'm curious if you, if you have anything, um, that you've used in the past or, if you've never thought of that, maybe this can be that that kind of like paradigm shift, that pivot point where you think of like, oh, I've been trying to learn this skill of maybe say writing and storytelling or like writing uh, compelling emails or newsletters or whatever it is. Well, maybe where you go far abreast is actually going to, you know, anime and figuring out like how do they tell their stories for a long time. I, I went to I, to study storytelling. I went to graphic novels. I find them to be one of the most compelling forms of story because you don't have you have so many more constraints than you have different constraints rather than when you're just writing out a novel with just words because you you have only so many panels. You can only put so much dialogue and so much exposition in there, and so the way that you tell a story is very very different. But it's aided by the fact that you do have images, and those can tell a thousand words on their own. So like. Very fascinating medium that um, I went to when I was trying to learn how to tell, um, a, like how to write a really good novel. And so I encourage you to think about what are those 
far-flung abreast skills or trades or areas that you could go and learn about a thing that you could then take that information and bring it over into your business, into your personal life, um, any skills that you're trying to acquire. So that's what I'm looking at right now. That's, uh, that's what I'm doing is reading some magic books. Um, let me know, guys. Like, Come find me on Instagram or Twitter and share with me what are you learning or like what would have been some really cool non-intuitive resources you've used to acquire some pretty badass skills. Come let me know. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show.